Destroy All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Off Topics Podcast. We missed last week due to people being out of town and whatnot. But uh, so we're back today. So uh, what's going on, guys? Not much. Tim, you say that every week. I'm just enjoying the fucking weather. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I like to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> How about you, Mike? How has you been? We all know nothing okay. short and sweet about you. Maybe sweet, but not oh, short. You're just my big melt. That's chocolate. because he's six foot tall. Stop being inappropriate. This is a not so family podcast. <laughs> so, so Mike, what's what's the what's going on? So you're trying to get into dabbling into more music than before. So, like, what's the Definitely. what's the goal here, man? What's the the goal is? You no, know saying to like get comfortable being on the mic, listen to my own voice. Because I know, listen to me and some headphones is the most annoying thing anybody yeah. would want to listen to. Oh, I hate hearing my own voice. Well, that's the thing, is too. Is it's like, But I mean, like, you we're obviously all talking. We all hear ourselves in our own mic. But, like, you have to get used to that, though. That's definitely. Because, I mean, even doing this podcast, like, I've had to get used to, like, listening to myself. But, I mean... Shit, the first time I heard myself, I thought I was talking through his mic. Oh, yeah, because... That. See, okay. So, like, we're not... Like, we don't have all this schwanky technology like these, you know, these YouTuber podcasters that have money to throw and producers and everything else. So, we're, we literally started recording from a phone, okay? So kind of went ghetto. We yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like, well, I mean, but no, but like, we didn't know what we we're doing. Like, I mean, obviously, we're twelve episodes. We're on episode number thirteen here, but like, it's taken a while to you know hone everything in. I mean, we're still not even perfect, but I mean, you know, and when we swore up and down we wouldn't talk about politics or religion, but you know what, man, rabbit trails take <laughs> us where they lead. And, and that's just how it happens. It, it happens. It, yeah, it's just, it, it just I mean, happens. It, it's it's hard not to talk shit about Joe Biden. I mean, it's it's, it's it comes off very easily because he gives you content. Oh yeah, he, he gives, gives you a lot you of content. Lot. Like I mean, he has he has more memes on probably social media than any other president and God Greener. That's to say, yeah, he has a lot more than friggin' Trump did. Well, no, because like he he's just a moron. Same thing with his vice You know, president. I mean, in, you know, we were watching a clip before we actually got recording about, you know, his, 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 you know, his candidate being like not actually black but getting identified as a black. Is that not messed up? Like, but I guess you know you can identify as anything you want. I could identify as black if I wanted to, right? I mean, you can identify as a woman, a man, a whatever chick with a dick, whatever you want to do. But I mean, I mean, in today's society, I'm gonna say it like this. Today's society, in today's society, I'm going to put it like this. In today's society, yes, you can identify however you choose, whatever, for yourself. But also, but in reality, I live in reality just like everybody else and then I got three. I got two guys that say that are very intelligent men now, and they understand. And what I'm about to say is like, why would you want to change who you are? Why would you want to identify something well, other than th- yourself? Think about think about it like this. In in let's say you know your body takes a while to compose in a casket, right? So so in ten years when they when they pull a body from a grave, you're either a man or woman, right? Exactly. You know, and, and like either you have a you know, and it's. 
there's so many varieties, you know, you know, 20, 30, you know, I'd say like 30 years ago, it was, there was a man and a woman, dick and vagina, right? Now there's like, you know, a bazillion different, you know, you know, asexual, bisexual, trisexual, whatever, like the list. But at the end of the day, if those, if they died, a transsexual or a transgender and their corpse rots, the flesh is gone. You pull up their bones and their anatomy, it's going to say male. Because, number one, you can't change the structure of your, no saying. No, you can change the appendages all you want. I mean, I could literally, yeah. I mean, I already have tits, but I could make them bigger. You know, I, <laughs> but what I'm, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, though, is the fact that, like. Body modification. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can do anything to your flesh, but your bones don't lie, right? Right. But. Yeah, your uh, but, DNA and all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's so stupid. God, see, like, I don't know. I just, I I hate talking about it, but, like, it's just kind of fresh on the brain given the I society like we live in. It. I like talking about it because I actually have people on, on, on that I have conversations like with on social media. And believe it or not, I, I tell people, listen, let's one, let's leave science out of genetics. Right. Let's leave science out of genetics because no matter if you're born a male and you have so much of one side of a chromosome, right? You can't change DNA. You can't change DNA. Just because you have maybe one thing you're going to always have. If you are a male, you're going to always have a dominant male chromosome. But you also can have XXX amount of estrogen right and if anybody know what estrogen is it's what women that's what produces women yeah estrogen in a male does nothing but create extra sensitivity means our emotional we are um, the emotions are high and our awareness are more logical we sensitivity is there so that doesn't mean because I'm I'm an emotional kid or I'm an emotional right, you teen can. that I'm automatically well no and like and the thing is is that what it's always funny is is that when they when they talk about what I identify as right I could identify as a tree too you know what I'm saying you you can't you can't per, you can't tell me what you can't tell me you can tell me what you identify but what are you are you a man or a woman right I could I could identify as Anything I could identify as a goat, you know, like I could do anything I want. I could identify as a cow, a moose, a chicken, whatever you want to identify as. But that doesn't. But that's not your identity, right? What you identify has nothing to do with your identity. Nope. Because but, if in the law's hand, no matter if you're identified as you in the law, in the law, this is law. It doesn't matter. If you identify yourself as male or female, if you are a female that has transgendered over to become a male, if you commit a crime, you will not go inside of a male facility. I'm sorry. You will go to a direct women's facility. If you are a male and you still have the well, anatomy. Because, you're, because, you're, because your social security number says what it says. Your driver's license says what it says. I've worked with, I've worked with plenty of people... Even just and literally in one store in one situation where there was, there was this this mentality of bi gender, right? Like, oh well, you know, again, it goes back to you know, I identify whatever else. And you know what? And some of them, 
specifically one, like, yeah. I mean, the dude looked female. Like, it was, he dressed like a female, he did makeup, and he looked the part. But then you have these other two nut jobs that, not even close. Like, you, like, I'm sorry, not even close. If he looks like a Tim, he's a Tim. Exactly. But, like, I, anyways, again, this is the rabbit trail stuff, but, like, what we're actually here to talk about since we are a week out from WrestleMania, I guess technically six days. Um, so the match card is basically kind of filled. Um, there's still one lingering um, match on the card, and that's the Bray Wyatt versus um, Bobby Lashley. But, you know, I mean, for the most part, everything's filled out, which is honestly, I mean... The slow build, you know, for the Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio thing, I thought that was, I thought it was timing, man, timing. Like, it's been pushed for so long, and yet, like, here it is. So, um, I mean, so, I mean, obviously this isn't by, like, by what, you know, what's on what day, but obviously you have Dominic Mysterio and his, you know, versus his dad. We're excited for that one. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, we've all That's been, probably like, he be literally. night one. <laughs> Dude, if if it's the first match, I would be freaking ecstatic. They they should they should start with that one. I would, cause that be that would actually be pretty freaking dope. Like to just <coughs> to be like, hey, this is this is this is the first one. Cause I got a feeling that Ray Mysterio. Did they start Ray Mysterio's first match when we went to WrestleMania? It was Ray versus the uh, Miz and uh, Logan? I am not a hundred percent sure. I know I'd night, have to look back on two, it. But. I know night two started with uh, Orton and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the match card's going to fall. Obviously, it's going to be, you know, you obviously, when you have the women, you know, the Royal Rumble winners, those should be the headliners regardless because that's what, they, that's what they've earned. You know, winning the Royal Rumble, you, you headline WrestleMania, whether it's night one or night two, you know, and so. I'm just excited for the Raw, the next week Raw. Yeah, because uh, the rumors got around that they're saying uh, Riddle's supposed to be back and Randy Orton. Yeah, there's there's been there's been plenty of chatter. I mean, but you know, but if we've learned anything, you know, from watching many YouTube um, YouTubers and you know anybody on social media, I mean, sometimes it gets hyped and sometimes it gets wiped. I know half of the. Um Wyatt six uh, members there have been uh, giving all hints and stuff and tweets. I and just stuff. I I think that's such a flop of a of a storyline. Oh, they've know. they've wasted it in the sense of you know you all of a sudden had this one up ep- you know one <coughs> bit where it's all of a sudden you got Bray Wyatt and you see all the characters you know around around the whole you know arena and everything and you know and I feel like the you know the pitch black match was honestly pretty terrible. I mean, I was I, I loved I loved his mask. I mean, it, I mean it was all paint, but like no his his second mask. Oh, uh, the second the one, one. Yeah, not the first one, the second one. Yeah, I just it did. I feel like it it they've definitely missed an opportunity, but I mean they've done the same thing with with Scarlet and you know Karrion Cross, <coughs> and so like there I I feel like. You know, WWE is honestly at a good point where, like, they've they've got so many storylines going on, which is good. Are they still showing uh, Bray Wyatt in 
Like um, in the beginning? Bobby Lashley? It. They say it. it's like a... It's still a rumor. Um, but, I mean, that would be the 14th match because obviously they have seven each night. Um, and so I think that... It's kind of it's, it's kind of up in the air I right feel now. like it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those last minute things that might happen, either on Raw tomorrow or the Friday before or something. Maybe something will get, but like it's such a slow burn. Yeah, say uh, since the Raw we've been to, I haven't seen Bobby Lashley on TV. I mean, yeah, I mean he's it's. It's, I don't know, like, I just feel like it's one of those matches where, like, it's kind of an eh match. Because if Bray Wyatt would have had, like, you know, more build <coughs> as far as, like, the Wyatt Six and all that stuff like that, you know, it would, it would be fine. But it's it's been such a slow burn and a slow build and, you know, they've, they've been pushing, you know, Bloodline and, you know, uh, Judgment Day down our throats. So that, that there's not really, and I Logan Paul. Like I see the thing is, what, like I hate, I actually despise Logan Paul. Not as only as a wrestler, a boxer, but just a human being. Like, how do you get caught in so many scandals and yet maintain to not be in under any scrutiny? Because how many how many scandals with NFTs and stuff like that does this guy get involved in? Where Yet he's still he's still out and about like it's nothing like if that was any of us, we'd be in jail. Right. So yeah, that, that, right. that is that is true. You know, and so I just I I don't I don't know I I, I don't like the fact that you know this whole one punch thing. His punch it's is kinda, d- it's kind of like a uh, he is it's every it's, time it, he does that one punch. The only thing I can think of in my head. It's when Big Show did it all the time. Well, no, like I think honestly, at least Big Show had their bravado and the build to be doing something like that. Logan Paul's one punch is pretty much like Lacey Evans' woman's right. True. It's it's well, it's a Evans, it's a stupid. Lacey Evans does it. Oh, it's yeah, a little more class to it. But Ball. like Logan Paul is 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 a, he's a waste of money. You have all this talent in your roster, and you're putting Seth Rollins versus a stupid YouTuber. So I, knew, like, I knew Seth, they had an interview with him, and I, I was watching. He's not, he has a little bit of respect for Logan, but he's just not. It's very he, little, he, though. He doesn't really want to. Logan really Paul's want. a douchebag, dude. Like, I, like. I feel like the only one at this, out of YouTube that, I, I like him. I want to see him, I want to <sighs> see Floyd knock him out. Well, the thing is, and yeah, it's like Floyd that was an ex. The thing is, is, they they had an exhibition match, and that was pretty much all it really was. Like, oh, you lasted, but if it were, if it was if it was for the title, Floyd would have knocked him out a long time ago. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like let's let's be real. There was been an exhibition match and an actual title match. There's a lot more implications. I know, I know, I know. They've been having. I know uh, Logan has been having. I don't know if it's him or his brother. One of the two has been having. Uh, Beef with uh, Connor McGregor. It's probably Jake. Probably, and I know they wanted to get him into uh, a UFC fight with Connor. And I I'm just, sorry to say, Connor not Connor, would, Connor will whoop the living. But like, shit see, but like, <laughs> see, but that's the exact same thing when you had Connor McGregor go into a boxing match, right? 
they they're not ended, the same. Yeah, they both ended. They they're, at the end of that night, they both ended up having mad respect for each other. And well, Conor McGregor got rich as shit. They both did. They well, both yeah. made about the same. But, pretty much the same. But see, the Boy, thing is, and it's like when you do there, when yeah. you do like the it's fact him that be a billionaire. The fact that Jake Paul's basically fighting, <laughs> you know, non-professional boxers, full-timers, right? Yeah. He's literally fighting these retired MMA fighters or these other YouTubers Sparring or stuff partners. like that. So it's like you're not fighting legitimate boxing. He and so when took you took on a real-ass fucking boxer and got his ass kicked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that... <laughs> was it? now he's, uh, I don't know his record... No, he's like three and one now, I think, yeah. or something like that. But like, Fury knocked his dude. Fury took care of him oh, because yeah, he's a real genuine boxer. I'm sorry, your your flash in the pan is over with, and you're like, I'm gonna retire. Why? Because you because you you don't, you're not a, you're not a trained boxer. You're bumping the mic. <laughs> but like, you're not if you're not a trained boxer, you don't you, you haven't done it your whole life. You're just a flash in the pan. Some YouTuber decided, hey. You know, oh, I'm gonna box. Okay, but like the thing is, your only your only thing you have is the fact that you're a YouTuber, and that's all it really is. And you're, you're clout chasing. You're trying. You're trying. You're trying yeah. to get. He's he's not he's not chasing anything. He just he just wants more swipes and likes. And you know, Fury did what he had, and he took care of him. So you can't sit there and. I know he. I know that uh, Fury uh, challenged. Uh, well, there's uh, a rematch. for the second time. Well, there was a there was a rematch clause if he lost. If he's such a badass, why don't you go ahead and challenge Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson will fucking beat the living. No, he off would just him. bite on his ear. <laughs> bite his other ear off and spit it in the audience. I'll kill you and chew up your mother and your children. <laughs> I'll eat your <laughs> children. But you know what, Mike Tyson, even at the age that he's at, he was, he would destroy Jake Paul. Oh, definitely. Well, sure. The thing is, is because, but like, but he's a he's a lifelong boxer. Like, see, that's the thing is, these YouTube stars they they go for this clout and stuff like that, and it's all fun and games and hypothetical until they get in the, they get in the ring with a real boxer. That's why Jake Paul lost, and that's why I had to put a Remax clause in there because if you lost, all I want to make more money. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you know and. That fight wasn't that fight wasn't thrown. That wasn't there was no. There no, was no I, I actually said I didn't watch it on pay per view, but I did sit down and watch the whole fight the next day on YouTube. Um, yeah, that that fight wasn't rigged or nothing. No, that, that was straight, that was, down, that was hands straight down, up and up. Fair fight, but Fury just. Well, he got what he got. What he deserved. Jake Paul did knock him down, knock Fury down to like one knee. Yeah, but but he got back up and still finished it. Well, and that's the thing is too is it's like you know it's you act like you're you're always the biggest dog until you know because there's a bigger dog. Yep. (laughs) So, but um, so we're gonna kind of run back through the match card again because we could literally talk about how stupid Logan Paul is for for 20 hours and just do like a 24-hour podcast all stupid he is but um <laughs> so they i just recently seen him they basically threw in Strowman, you know a a basically a four-way tag match just to basically fill the card because honestly i think they put this on the card not because they needed to but because i mean they well i mean i guess they kind of didn't need to because they you know, when you're only 12 matches in and you have a couple hypotheticals, you have to just throw something in there, you know, to to fill the card. And obviously, 
you know, I mean, all three of these teams are, you know, are, you know, great tag teams. You know, obviously, you know, three out of four are, you know, lifelong tag team partners, at least all. Okay, well, Viking Raiders and Street Rabbits, yes. Alpha Academy has kind of, you know, been a couple years deep. But, like, same, you know, and then obviously Braun Strowman and Ricochet has been, like, over the last, like, six months maybe. Yeah, about that. Um, See, me personally with Street Profits, I'm, I, I'm to the point ready for those two to pretty much go their separate ways and do solo matches. Well, I don't think, the thing is, is but I don't think, like, they don't function without each other, though. I don't think that, you know, they've, they've, I've, you've watched them in, in solo matches, and I just, you know, I just feel like they, you know, they're a tag team that just, they're not good separate. I mean, they, they have individual talent, but I feel like they're, you know, you know, they're legit friends. Like, and this is what they do, and they've, you know, and I feel like yeah, they've known each other for your, yeah, for like, years. Yeah, and then so. So, and then we have another, you know, another, you know, See, again. With the Braun Strowman Ricochet, the main reason why uh, they put those two together because Braun Strowman was, got in trouble for it, talking shit about uh, Ricochet and people like him for being high-flying, jumping superstars that shouldn't even be in a ring. And that's yeah. pretty much why they got teamed up. Yeah. Um, and so, and then we pretty much have pretty much the female version of that setup as far as tag teams with pretty much every all three i mean they this says there's to be you know one of the tag teams to be announced um like right now it's Liv morgan ricardo rodriguez natalia shotzi ronda rousey and Shayna baszler versus whoever right i had a feeling seeing ronda rousey and uh Shayna being in there i just think that's 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 another like Mm -hmm. Thrown together a match that has nothing, no build. It's it's the flesh. I think they just put Rana in there just to get another hype up, uh, uh, non. A slev- she's pretty much a celebrity, anyways, because she came well, from in, the UFC. Well, the thing is too is is that she I mean, too. you know, Ra- you know, Raquel Rodriguez is this is her first. You know, WrestleMania, same thing with Shotzi. So, I mean, I feel like they're just kind of giving a slow push to see what they're going to do. Yeah. Gunter's first WrestleMania, too. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but he has, dude, he's had banger matches already, anyways, even outside of WrestleMania. I saw him in person at Stand Deliver. God, man, that fuck. You you hear his chops in person? Dude, you feel it. You feel his chops, dude. Like I, I, I freaking grabbed my chest. You you think like if you when you see like back in the day when you see Big Show do his slap, and then like not a backhand but a straight slap like right on the chest. Yes, straight palm. And so like you you see that, but then like if you've ever been to an NXT you know event like me and Tim went last year to last year's ten and deliver like. When you hear that chop, dude, like, it's a straight, ah, like, everybody. I was, so happy. Is I was so happy to see him. And he, so was one, like, he was I, one of them that I wanted to see, and the other one, excuse me, the other superstar I wanted to see there when he was there was uh, Solo. Yeah. I was happy to see him. Yeah, and so so now you have the IC match with Gunther, the champion, versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, which obviously we knew was going to be a triple threat. It, it like they didn't. It didn't take much it's build going, for us to acknowledge the fact that there was going to be. A, it was going to be, be a banger. Yeah, and the thing is, is you have, you have literally three people from across the pond right now. Gunther from the UK, Seamus from Ireland, Drew McIntyre from you know Scotland. Scotland, and so like, you almost have this like 
UK, like actual intercontinental people, you know, mashed into one. And so, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to definitely see a banger. Um, I definitely think that, you know, it hasn't been like a huge build, but it's been enough build to. That their, the contract signing on SmackDown was pretty great. Yeah, I still have to go back and watch that, but I watched it enough to um, see what I needed to see. But obviously, I'll watch it, you know, today. But I knew, um, I, knew I know uh, probably after that contract signing, I knew I have a feeling Gunter probably got bitched at in the back for what he did. Yeah, what do you do? He uh, he picked up the table that they're using the sign. Yeah, he picked it up and it went all. He threw it over and almost went to the audience. Dude's strong, it, man. He, it bounced off the barrier, and the fans were like this, and a couple of the security people were on load checking on them to make sure they're okay. <laughs> yeah, he hit that. He hit that barrier. He picked that thing up like it was like a rag down, just fucking threw it. Yeah, I mean they are kind of ragged out <laughs> tables, but um, I know they're light. So, so this honestly, so the next match is honestly one that honestly I, I'd have to fact check, but like. The last time a Hell in a Cell was at WrestleMania, because usually Hell in a Cell is, is you know the live event or whatever. But um, yeah, obviously go look it up really uh, quick. I'm but look uh, it up right now. Um, but Edge versus Finn Balor at inside a Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania, and it's gonna be it's gonna you know they better bring back the Demon Finn Balor because it's the only way you know versus the Brug. Um, you know, Edge gimmick is gonna go, and honestly, dude, Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania, dude, I that's that's something like ah man, that must be insane to see, just because that like people don't understand how big that cage is. I've um, never seen it, but I always have, always wanted to. I know yeah, what, I mean, I know what a normal cage. You gotta think that like. thing's twenty feet high. Like, I mean, I mean, think about that. Twenty feet, like you're six feet, so like stack. Three and change of you, basically, if you put three of you and put my on top of you, that's how tall. And that is a whole lot of height, you know, of, of you know, metal. Um, Mike, wake up. But, um, and so, <laughs> if you hear. The, la- the last one, what I'm seeing for WrestleMania was uh, WrestleMania 32. Yeah, I mean, that's that's seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't seem like that, that long, but it really is. I mean, a whole different roster seven years ago. Yep. Um, so, I don't know how to feel about this one with Becky Lynch, Shalita, and Trish versus Damage Control. Like, I feel like this could have been on, you know, been on a Raw or SmackDown just because... This should have been, like, a pre-show. You know, when you have, you know, like, like I don't even know, if, I don't think they even, they used to do this <coughs> paper that you called, you know, you know, Night of Champions or whatever, right? Something like that? Yeah, the for for that type of match, that should have been like that. Uh, like they had that WrestleMania rematch pay per view. The uh, WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. Like yeah, because I feel like if if every title is not defended, it, I mean even if it is just the women's tag, you know, tag belts. Like, but I mean, as soon as when we were at Raw, as soon as Trish came out, we already pretty much knew that was the nail in the coffin of that match happening. And so, I mean, I, I really hope this is, like, second, third match material. But it, it, it might be, like... Because, it, I mean, you, maybe, have, seven, you have seven matches like a night. 
So you honestly, I'm 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 predicting this one's this one's between two and four. You know, because honestly, I feel I feel like you know the men's tag ones are probably gonna be the the first matches of every one of them. That's just my prediction. Um. So now, so we go to you know this again. This is. This is a make-or-break time for Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States title. I, I, I John's not going to win. I, 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 you know, I think this is the time when the money's down on John Cena to win. Well, I think that, like, I mean, we don't want John Cena to win because he's not going to be around. So, well, like, I, no, 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 no. This is my my opinion. I would love to see John Cena win it. And then do his open challenge on Monday Night Raw the night after WrestleMania. And then you have one, somebody moving on up from NXT, like, uh, what's his name, who's the NXT champion right now? Yeah, him move up and challenge John Cena for that title and take it off him. But that would mean that Carmelo Hayes beats, <coughs> beats him at Standing Deliver, which... I think honestly, I mean, Braun Breakers come out the gate strong. Oh yeah, I mean, you know his boy in person, his ring presence, his you know, just overall persona, his wrestling skills. You know, he he's too big. He's too big for NXT right now. Oh yeah, his you know, super, and not not his just superpower, his superstar power. He has. He he needs to move up to the main roster. Well, and not even right. not even just because he's a Steiner, but like, I mean, you know, he comes out, dude, and it's just it's it's that draw, that pop, like oh, yeah, shit's gonna crowd, go down. That crowd goes crazy, like dude. when he went to see uh, Stan to do it when he took on uh, Dolph Ziggler for the NXT Championship. Man, when that when he came out, that crowd went off the roof oh yeah dude i mean it, it's he has a presence and i feel like you know there's certain wrestlers that are you know they're not they're not made for main roster i mean uh, i could see him being a main uh main I, eventer big time for oh i mean 100 percent. you know in, in the in the foreseeable future you know maybe you know two three four five years but like i mean man the dude's just a beast. I mean, he 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 is look, that motherfucker. Um, my language, but hey, that dude is one big dude. That dude got some arms. Oh yeah, bigger than no, my I mean, head. No, I mean, it's he has a very big presence, and you know, and I and an awesome know, entrance. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's he kind of he kind of meshes his you know his uncle and his dad's you know music together because obviously the siren thing was. Was uh, it was it Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner, Scott yeah. Steiner, by Power Pump. That's what his stuff was. Um, and so like I think if he gets pushed to the main roster, he definitely me- needs to get to drop the breaker and be Braun Steiner. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't oh, have to be Bronson Steiner, like his actual name, but like definitely Braun Steiner would. I feel like that would be. That sounds dope. Well, that, that's and his plus actual on top name. Of it, come to the main roster with maybe a newer theme, right? A newer, a badass theme to right. actually make that roof just go off. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, if he, if he, because I feel like if, if he showed up to Monday Night Raw, the probably the only problem is with some of the wrestling fans is they don't watch NXT, and so you don't know what you don't know what these people have accomplished already. So you 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 see them as like. 
these little jobbers that come in when they've actually been doing it for a lot longer than mm-hmm. many people think. Because even like Raquel Rodriguez, when she came from NXT up and she got the push, you know, because she was Raquel Gonzalez, you know, way to just leave, <coughs> Me- way to leave Mexican names on her last name. But like, so, you know, you don't know them. You don't know any of these people like... You know, at the Hall of Fame, did anybody even know who Braun Breaker was when he inter- in, you know inducted his, his uncle and his dad? Like, Probably did not. anybody even know who he was? Like, I feel like as a sports, you know, a sports wrestling fan, you need to, like, at least with like WWE, like I don't watch AEW. That's just not my bag, right? But like, you have to watch the whole product to understand where they're coming at. Like, honestly, Johnny Gargano going back to stand and deliver to face Grayson Waller. That's gonna be a good is match. is gonna be a good match because. You know, Johnny Gargano is not a big guy. He's he's not made for the main roster. I I I, I, lo- I honestly like I love the guy. He's a great wrestler, but he's he's just not. His, his wife he's not a big that. dude. His wife I mean, is not doing that great either on the main roster. Who? Uh, Johnny's wife. Oh, Cancer Ray. Uh, go back to NXT people because, like, I just they're not a draw. Like it's it's. When you when you when you come up and you still have the same poison pixie, no one knows what that means because nobody watched him in NXT. I me personally, I could say I never really sat down and watched NXT like like uh, I watch Seth, NXT religiously. Like Seth over here, I but I watched a lot of it on YouTube and get well, a little and, bit of hints on who's what. And yeah, I do and don't well, I do watch their pay per views. Yeah, I well, need to start getting up on this NXT stuff because I'll be finding wrestling stuff and I'll be like, mm, "This well, not WWE." Well, the thing is, is in like it's you know like you know probably three four years ago when they had when they had Survivor Series and it was all it was all three ver- you know it was each brand right, mm. which that was entertaining. But like as much as as much as you know these NXT diehards want to you know admit it or not admit it, I mean it's still developmental. It's still mic skills. I mean. Grayson Waller honestly reminds me of like Dolph Ziggler and the Miz. Oh yeah, I, because I totally he agree. he is fantastic on the mic. He has this whole like you know Grayson Waller effect, little TV show thing, and like these segments, much like you know when you know the Miz has you know his Miz TV, you know Miz TV and stuff. Like I feel like Grayson Waller under the tutelage of the Miz, I think would be fantastic because he's a bigger dude. You know, he's got kind of that boxing kind of attire, you know, like that kind of stock kind of mentality. Yeah, seeing him wrestle in person, yeah, he, he I didn't know who the hell he was, but watching him at Stand Deliver and all that, and having him, seeing him watch jump off that tall ladder and fall into the other ladder, yeah, this dude, this dude can wrestle. That's what I'm saying, it's like, you, you, you know, you have, you know, certain wrestlers just that just have it. You know, some that just ain't. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's 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 really tough for these wrestlers that are under the weight of about two hundred and thirty pounds. You know, to to really make a, a footprint. You know, obviously, like you know, Dolph Ziggler, not a big guy, but at one point in time in his career, was was the guy. Yeah, he was that little you know, cheerleader. You you know, oh man, <laughs> the don't go back to the Spirit squad. squad. But like, but the thing is, is but like. You know, he broke that mold of that, and he came into his own. Like, and he's, you know, he's been, you know, he's, is, is he a, a Grand grand Slam champ, I think? I I think so. He should be. Aren't he, they he's, he's, cruiserweight? He's, he's held well, the... Cruiserweight thing's not even really much He's held the Intercontinental. He's held the U.S. He's held the WWE Championship. 
I think I think he's a, I think he's, he's a, held the NXT championship now. Yeah, I think he's it Grand Slam if not close to it, but like you know, like it, you know they he had his run and I mean now he's just kind of he's there but he's not he's he's mostly there. He's to above pretty a, much he's help above all a, other superstars. He's above better. a jobber but he's not like main rush more, but you know what he's still there, he's doing what he's told and you know, but you know, obviously people don't see behind the scenes, so you have a lot of these wrestlers that you don't see them on TV every day, but like they're helping the new talent, mm-hmm. and that's what that's, that's what, what the Miz does. Yeah, I mean, I mean, guys, like you guys honestly hate the Miz, and that's fine. But like, one, he's a he's a two time Grand Slam champion, the first one ever. Yep. And so you can hate him or love him, but like he he <coughs> you hate him, and that's the best thing ever. <coughs> you know, when you're when you're heel, you want everybody to hate you, like as much as I can't. I loathe Dominic Mysterio. His mic skills are getting better week they, in and week they, out. They technically are. They are getting a lot you better. You know, I mean, they, his rest, his wrestling is very subpar. I've said this before that he he has the moveset of a beginning character on on a WWE video game. <laughs> Pretty basic moveset. He doesn't really have a special. He he does the you know the six one nine like his dad, which I think like kind of is you know he does the frog splash, but I'm like you know, but he's not. He's 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 tallish. He's lanky. You think he would have like a submission? A submission, I think, would be something that he would have, maybe like a clover leaf or you know, no, even a walls of Jericho type of I deal. Know he's doing the whole uh, Eddie Guerrero's uh, three amigos. German is, his three amigos. Yeah, that and the frog splash. But I don't know. He, like he just need to find his own instead of trying. Well, that's to- the thing is, is that he's 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 just a, a repetitive gimmick, and honestly, like. You know, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I hope that his wrestling gets better. I feel like maybe getting this, getting this WrestleMania moment, maybe he'll, he'll shine. Either he'll shine or he'll whine. I don't know. But like, you know, it, it's one of those things where you're on the grandest stage, dude. This is, this is the Super Bowl of sports I entertainment. I don't know if he's going to interrupt his dad at the Hall of Fame. No, I feel like that the Hall of Fame, that's. That's not a thing. That like I sat there and watched, listened to um, Corey Gaves about it, and he says, t- t- uh, saying uh, uh, Dominic Mysterio better not interfere in his dad's Hall of Fame speech or anything like that. Just stay out of it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna do anything with that. I feel like that's disrespectful of that. You don't, you don't need you don't need any more build than they already have. I mean, the the kid is an ungrateful little shit, and but like you know what? That's the gimmick he's rolling with. He came out, he came out when doing with the stuff with his dad, but now he's coming to his own. And you know, obviously his mic skills and persona, like they're there, but his wrestling is just not there yet. And so like, I feel like either he's gonna, I think he's gonna f- honestly, this is his time to make or break his relevancy at WrestleMania. Because if, if he if he comes out and does all these botches and whatever else and you know it, it's not gonna work. If he comes out actually winning that match, I'm gonna look at it like his dad pretty much passing it down to him. And maybe maybe that's what it's gonna be. But like, but I feel like Rey Mysterio's got too much bull of being a pissed off dad because a bratty ass child. And he's like, he literally said, if anybody ever came in this ring and stepped to me and challenged me at WrestleMania, I would kick their ass. And that's a quote. So, like, I feel like I feel like Rey Mysterio is going to beat his kid. Either oh, he beats yeah. either he He's beats his kid. The shit out of him. 
and there better not be any outside interference. That's one of my biggest things is that you're at WrestleMania, there needs to be zero outside interference on every match. Every match needs to be clean. You know uh, Damon Priest might be out there. I don't see Rhea being out there because she has her match. Well, and what's what's kind of sad is that, like, you have everybody else from the Judgment Day, and then you have Damian Priest sitting on the sidelines. How much of a slap in the face is the fact that Damian Priest has been on the main roster for a while? He is, he's losing his spot to some kid. I say Damian Priest is a hell of a lot better wrestler. Than you know what Dominic. if what if you know because you were just we were talking off you know off recording about you know somebody come but you know to come into the Judgment Day or some some whatever celebrity yeah, or whatever. Uh, I suppose that the rumor is that uh, what I what I read is that it's supposed to be uh, some. WWE Hall of Famers. So what if what if what if Damian Priest screws Dominic and he leaves, does his own thing? Like uh, Damian Priest is a phenomenal wrestler. Oh yeah, he is phenomenal on the mic. So why is he in this goofy show, basically backing up some stupid little bratty kid? Like. I feel like that's such a like a I don't know like I feel like it's diminishing to his his develop development like get off this crap with him like I just want, go do your I own just thing. want to see Damian just get pushed and go for like the big titles. So so Something now good. I will say what we're all three of us are thinking is how hot is Rhea Ripley gonna look? <laughs> Ooh. And Mike and Mike <laughs> he, Lake, he and woke up Mike just that. woke up from a dead. Trance when I said Rhea Ripley's hot. <laughs> He's like, bing, bing, bing. Yeah. See, you know I, yeah, she's see, see. be all decked out in some type of black and purple. Oh my god, black and purple is my favorite. Like, like when we went and seen WrestleMania, she came out in like the Dominic style where the all decked out leather Catwoman with a whip. <laughs> Sorry, I made that my noise in the mic. But, um,. But anyways, so we could literally talk about Rhea Blue's ass for like again, time and time and forever and again. So juicy, juicy. Anyways, so now we know again our match. So Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. We've kind of touched on that obviously, but like, I don't. I see. Like, I like how they listed on here is a celebrity appearance. He has a he has an actual contract, but he's hey, this he's is never WrestleMania. He doesn't do anything. He's not there week to week. He was only there to basically, you know, promote this, you know, screw Seth Rollins at, you know, from Ooh, Elimination Chamber. Chamber and, you know, at the Royal Rumble and everything. It's just like, it's so stupid. He's, he, that's li- like, he does it doesn't say, it doesn't say, you know, anything about him being like a legit wrestler. It says celebrity appearance. And so, you know, I hope Seth Rollins curb stomps his ass 17 times, 18 for the, 18 for the charm. And Logan just goes because the last time, the last time that guy wrestled in an actual wrestle wrestling match, where was he at? He was on the shelf for like six months because he faced a real wrestler. Like I said, yeah, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, when it comes to fighting real wrestlers and real boxers, they choke every time, every time. Now we move on to Brock Lesnar and almost snooze fest. That's all I can think about is, is is a giant snooze fest. I think of I think of Undertaker and Goldberg in this sense, like 
is this going to be a strong match? Same thing with you know Brock and, and Bobby Lashley. It's just a quick bunch of you know, know ten this. minutes of who's stronger. I know this is supposed to be. Uh, it's just a rumor, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But what I've seen and heard is that this is supposed to be Brock Lesnar's last match, and he's supposed to pretty much uh, retire. If that's his last match against a freaking goon like freaking Omos, Lord help us all. Yeah, that if that's gonna be his last match, this is. Dude, I feel I feel like his last match should be like either against Undertaker, and maybe Undertaker wins next year at WrestleMania against him, and kind of kind of closes that chapter. Because obviously the Undertaker, I mean he he lost the streak to Lesnar. Yeah, and so like he he dropped his hint at you know the Hall of Fame ceremony last year of never say never. Yep. And honestly, like, I would rather have, like, I feel like that would be kind of a cool, like, sending off, like, oh, well, Brock ruined my streak at WrestleMania. I'm going to, I'm going to get my revenge as my last match. say Undertaker only lost twice at WrestleMania. The first one was uh, Brock Lesnar, and then the second one was was Roman Reigns. Reigns. And honestly, the the Roman Reigns one didn't matter to me, though. Oh, yeah, that match, that, that. I mean, I'm honestly, like, I, I love the bloodline, like, gimmick in itself, but, like, I don't like the fact that you can put an asterisk next to about three-quarters of Roman Reigns' victories. And that's kind of sad, because you, you sit there and you 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 produce this guy, and you, you want to talk all this, oh my gosh, he's such a good wrestler, he's such a... He's such a good champion, but yet he's got all this outside interference help, whether it's Paul Heyman, the Usos, or Solo, or even Sami Zayn. You know, like, you you haven't proved to me anything. You know, and, and like, the, the reason why Ric Flair, you know, was one of the, pretty much the, you know, him and John Zayn, honestly, were tit for tat, just different time frames, but, like, the reason why they were good, because they were dirty by themselves, okay? Ric Flair's the dirtiest player in the game. That's not just a shtick. That's literally what he was. He, he fought dirty, but, like, he did it himself, though. And see, like, Roman Reigns continues, continues, continues to have Paul Heyman, the Usos, Solo Sokoa, you know, Sami Zayn in the past, you know, basically hold his hand to his victories. And, and that, doesn't, that doesn't make you, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make me feel like you're just, you're the it, you know? You know, John Cena rarely ever had outside interference in most of his matches of his victories and where he held the title. So you look at that and you're like, and then you pin him against Roman Reigns, who's had, what, maybe four reigns, five reigns? You know, and and the only reason why, you know, he's still champion is because Cody Rhodes got hurt. And that's honestly, like, I feel like that, because they didn't bring Cody Rhodes back to just make him a jobber. Make yeah. him an almost champion. Like, so you don't bring back him because he has star power now. Not pun, oh, you know, yeah, no, no, no pun intended to being stardust. But like, you know, you have a guy who reinvented himself. And dude, at, at Raw last week, dude, like his back and forth with Foman was freaking insane. Oh, I know. He he made. He's Roman like he's speechless. he's like you know what happens when you lose. You know, Paul Heyman goes back to being an advocate. He said. The Usos will leave. In Solo, you're not ready. Yep. And then prove that point. And then he said, you're going to be a chief with no tribe. 
Like, dude, if that's not like a great exchange of insults, I don't know what is. I know that's when Roman and, dropped the freaking mic dude, and walked he, out. He dude, yeah, because he do like and I don't know again the thing is I don't know how much stuff is improv and how much stuff is actually like legit them like just calling it like it is. But damn, that was a good promo. I, know, I, I don't think, me personally, I think they were speaking stuff off their own mind. Because, yeah, because, I mean, like, honestly, Look like... Look at the way Roman dropped the whole Stardust and talked about oh, yeah. uh, him going to... Other company. AEW. Well, like he said other... Prom- he went to other promotions and he wasn't... And he, he couldn't get over. Yeah. I mean, dude, he left. was over, dude. Cody Rhodes in the beginning of, of AEW was the man. Oh, yeah. He was the star you know, power of that but, show. But, but, when, but when AEW started basically picking up all of, all of WWE's leftover lasagna, <laughs> like, they just... Like they started stacking their roster with basically like leftover and you know NXT and and WWE superstars. Yep, Three quarters of their much. roster are WWE related. And pretty much almost everybody in AEW is a former WWE superstar. Yeah, because and like and it's, it's and even if like even some of them now like you don't actually know about, but like you know eons ago, you know they might have they might have had a stint in WWE. You know, and went, you know, maybe, and then, you know, left there, got released or something like that. Mike, wake up. <laughs> unmute his mic I, now. I, I, unmute I, I, his I mic now. Mic. Hold on, unmute your mic. Because we didn't want to hear your... Oh, it's going to be in this episode. Dude, there's going to be... We're going we're gonna to make a remix to the... We'll call it the Mike Snoring. I apologize. <laughs> you didn't get much sleep last night? No. Oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> But I, know, uh, I didn't get it either. But Sleepy McGee over here. But um, so, <laughs> but so so now you have so obviously from you know you move to which was kind of a build we knew was going to happen, which was the tag team championships. For, you know, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and I feel like they're they're going to win. I I feel like they're going to win. Money's on the Usos. I I you know, but honestly, Sammy like I don't Kevin. think. I think honestly, like this I is think, be a great match. I I think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are gonna win. I feel like I feel like it's 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 now gonna be the downfall of the bloodline because if you know if all the you know the whole like concept of like that Roman wants to take a break from wrestling, blah blah. I mean, it's like he barely shows up anyways, so it's not even like what do you need a break for, dude? You literally show up once every, you were like twice a month, dude. Like. You're not... So, like, what do you need a break for, dude? You've been on a break. So, like, I don't understand... He's pretty much has the Brock Lesnar type Yeah, I mean, he's... He's going to lose everything. The Usos are going to walk away from him. You know? No, because he's... Because the Usos are going to lose. And and let's let's, let's say, hypothetically, Solo's by by the... the, um, Ringside. Ringside, right? He walks off. He just walks off. Yeah. Because honestly, Solo could be doing fine by himself. Solo dude, dude, build Solo his own could career handle his own shit. Because I think, I think honestly, like whoever wins the IC title or retains, like I feel like Solo should take a shot. And I think like I feel like I feel like you know, you know, you know the whole like you know Cody Rhodes saying, "Oh, you're not ready." Blah blah blah. I like, think that'd I be feel- a good matchup. Yeah. Solo versus, you no know saying? Uh, like either Gunther, Drew the, McIntyre, Sheamus, whatever, dude. Give the guy, give the guy a match. You know, he hasn't lost in WWE yet. No, he hasn't. 
Him and Cody Rhodes would be a good match. I would love to see that. Well, I mean, they well didn't they play that back already? I think so. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. But there was also interference, so they didn't actually. There was no decisive winner, so technically yeah. Solo lost, but <coughs> wasn't on the books. But like, but no, like I just feel like Solo can do better by himself. The Bloodline had a good run, but I yeah, feel like it, need, it needs to come to an end. A year, year or so. Like the Bloodline stuck around for the merch purposes. Oh, they made bank on that. So I know they I did. Mean, I know I bought some stuff. Oh no, I got my stuff just the same, but but um, and so. Yeah, so I mean, we'll you know we'll see. I mean, I will definitely like the following. I would say in like two weeks we're gonna recap WrestleMania and we're gonna kind of see where it falls, you know, and see what what predictions we made that you know actually came to fruition. Um, so now we have you know the women's um, Raw and SmackDown, you know, so you have Raw, which is Bianca Belair versus Asuka. And, and, and honestly, it's the it's the it's the throwback Oscar. People think it's a new gimmick, but it's actually not. It's his. It's her old uh, New Japan wrestling. You just uh, said him. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Her her uh, <laughs> New Japan wrestling gimmick that she was doing over in New Japan. It was probably the best Oscar. Yeah. I, I think I think the face paint thing is better than oh, the. I love the face paint. Than the it's than awesome. the green goop coming out of her eyes. Looks like she just blew boogers out of her eyes. But like you know, I think I think again, here we here we are with another situation where it's like, hey, it's time to to, to be done. She's matching up with Bianca Blair. Yeah, and I don't like I mean I'm going I don't I don't mind Bianca Blair, Oscar. but like I want I want someone else. Like I, I'm I'm tired of seeing Bianca with it. I'm so like I'm 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 almost kind of like I she's played out. She came. She came on the. She honestly got way too much star power, way too quick, and now she's already played out. Cool, you're strong. Cool, you have hair that you can win people with. Cool. Yeah, she's held that that championship since like last year's WrestleMania. Well, no, but look, gotta look at it. You know, what I'm saying like, who's who? Who gonna really match up with her? Oscar's gonna definitely. Oscar's gonna. Oscar's gonna make her tap out. I'm gonna call my shot right now. But uh, yeah, I just I. I, I I want new champions. I want fresh. I want fresh wrestling content. I don't want the same crap we've been watching since the last WrestleMania. I believe if they're gonna let, if the Bianca if Bianca Blair loses her title, it's not gonna be against Oscar. They're gonna probably want her to lose her title again. Oh, she's gonna she's gonna lose it against Oscar. She's not ready for Oscar. Yeah, I actually, I, mean, I, I kind of like that whole gimmick, honestly. You know, you're not ready for Oscar type of stuff. It's the only thing she says in English, but um, yeah, it's the only thing she can actually speak in English. Yeah, we but like a long time. Oh come on, she's not that. She's too ugly to have that. But um, but no, and so now you go to the SmackDown <coughs> Championship, which, which Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going s- for Rhea because if she wins this, she'll be a Grand Slam. She's mm. held the the UK's women's championship and then the NXT women's championship. Uh, she's held the Raw women's championship, but she has never never held the SmackDown. But she's never been a tag. She's never been a women's tag team champion. Oh uh, yeah, though. That's so she true. might be a triple crown, but she might not be. But she's not a Grand Slam. Yeah, that that is true. I forgot about the SmackDown. So I don't champion. think she's never really had anybody with her that she has been valid for a tag team. Duck. Besides Liv. Yeah, but I mean, even that. That was. was I, I like that tag team. That was short lived, though. So yeah. I mean, 
But you know, she's, so she's honestly, been like talk, she's been talking Rhea, to people that people asked her, I'm like, who would you want to see in the Judgment Day? She she said if anybody that she wanted to pick to be in the Judgment Day, yeah, she's she wants Liv Morgan. Yeah, but I, I feel like that. I mean. Like, if they were going to be, like, a tag team again, you know, and kind of go under that banner of the Judgment Day, all right, cool, run it. Because then it would make sense, but I feel like Rhea's too strong as an independent wrestler that she doesn't... Does, she don't need the Judgment she doesn't, Day. She doesn't need... Well, she doesn't need the Judgment Day, but, like, judgment she doesn't Day need... She doesn't need it to win tag titles to, to do Ronda anything. Rousley. Okay, Rousley. Okay, Mike. Anyways... So, and then obviously we're left with the main and main event, which is the universal, obviously universal title, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. If Cody Rhodes doesn't win, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people, and I'm pretty sure if he doesn't win, there will be alcohol, beer, thrown under the ring. Oh, I could see that happening. I, I mean, I, I'm not even kidding. The fact that they, they wouldn't bring him back. I've said this like 20 minutes ago. They will, they should, they didn't bring him back to just, be, be in the picture. They have enough people wrestlers in the picture. So if he doesn't win, it's all for nothing. And you know that's that's how I feel. That's probably how a lot of people feel is the fact that if you you know you know the finish the story you know kind of mentality you know which Cody Rhodes used and then recently Johnny Gargano, but Johnny Gargano going back to NXT to you know finish his story is actually it's actually very um it's actually a you know, a good thing because he basically, you know, his last time in NXT was when he got, you know, basically beat up by Grayson Waller. So, like, coming full circle, you know, that's the right match for him to end. And he's going to beat Grayson Waller. And then Grayson Waller, you know, Grayson Waller and Braun, Bronson. Uh, yeah, he's. The, both those two. Braun, both of those two should be. Braun and, and yeah, they should definitely, you know, and who knows where the freaking age. Tommaso Ciampa is. He needs to just get released. He's probably going to be released after 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 WrestleMania. Who? Exactly. I was say I don't think I ever no. heard of him. No, Tommaso Ciampa. He was a, he he came with the Miz for a hot second. Oh, long beard, kind of. Yeah, you just looking like you just shorter. <laughs> yeah, just, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and so that's, that's what's funny when you say who, because exactly, because there's going to be releases, you know, after WrestleMania. Oh, definitely. You know, you know, Karrion Cross is going to get booted again with Scarlett for the second time now, because either A, he failed his gimmick, or they failed his gimmick. I, Me, personally, I think they did. He, they, they, weren't, the same. they weren't letting him use his full po- his full gimmick or who he is well that's what they didn't think is and they did this they did the same thing to you know wrestlers in the past where it's like you don't let them do them and then they're all for nothing you know it's like bray wyatt coming back like it was all for nothing it was so hyped here comes the door here comes bray wyatt here's all these characters around the thing they bring up the firefly funhouse they do all these things but they've literally missed the whole point of him coming back because him coming back was 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 to basically re-solidify, you know, his whole dark whatever thing. Yeah, from being the fiend. Yeah, and so like obviously he obviously he's been very vocal about the fiend not being a thing ever since yeah, you know he, said he pretty much know, died Luke Harper passed away. Like that he's like assumed when he passed away that there's no more fiend, there's no more none of that. But like they've had the opportunity to 
do something with him because he had such a great thing going. The Firefly Funhouse was so cool. It was like all these oh, little I characters. And then all of a sudden they brought the characters to life and they had them on all these shows and everything else. And then you just, and then it just went. But isn't that, isn't that like WWE's biggest MO? Build a character and then. But like, the thing kill is. Kill it I mean, off slowly. But like, problem is, is but like. I mean, look at it, what they did to mankind. I mean, they offered. He went from after they killed off mankind, then he came back as uh, Cactus Jack, Dude yeah. Love, and. Uh, but the thing is, but like that. Mankind. The thing is, but like that type of turn though, it is all scripted. Like man, like they didn't. He he he, dude. He he ran those characters to the best of his ability. Oh yeah. Because, you know, I, like I love there's love. a thing about there's the you know the people don't understand about Mick Foley is that he's a diehard. Literally, uh, he's a definitely. He's definitely the dude is, is is probably I would say in the top three of the greatest hardcore, you know, legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he introduced, I think, all of those characters, in one of the Royal Rumbles. I can't remember. Yeah, because he Royal came in, Rumble. he came out, and then came back, came on, came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you know, but like that's the thing is, is that when you, I didn't, I didn't like his Mick Foley character. I only liked Dude Love. Cactus Jack. Jack. Mankind was was not too bad. Mankind was the, a... I don't know. He, he was great back in the day Mr. where Sacco he had... Mr. the truth. When he was back in the day when he took on like the Undertaker and the Burial Live matches or the Boiler Room Brawl, all that stuff. That That's they, the thing. That is, I, I, wish, I wish they would bring back more, more you know, <coughs> these matches where it's like, just go, go around, man. I, I I'm gonna be honest, like I miss I miss like like my favorite thing about wrestling man I like single wrestlers but like I miss like no saying uh the the NWO and the Alkalites and uh the other one with uh Farouk what was the name of the group APA yeah APA well the thing is is like if they if they actually like had proper gimmicks but they only ran them for a certain amount of time you know because it's like when when they had the rk bro thing outside of his injury they were supposed to basically the idea was they were going to have um them break up randy orton versus riddle at this year's wrestlemania that was the plan obviously plans change you figure out new plans but like like both of these little tag these little you know four-way tag team things those are literally thrown in and, and I've used this metaphor before. It's like the cheese in a sandwich, right? It doesn't make or break the sandwich, but it's there. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, they've, you know, I hate the fact that they have WrestleMania. And they have two matches that are just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're supposed to be bringing the greatest matches on the grandest stage. You're taking the grandest stage and putting tag matches that don't matter. Every match should matter to a certain extent. Because maybe the women's one is going to be like, hey, whoever wins this will face, um, you know, Lita and, Becky. you know, Becky Lynch at Backlash. Because they, they dropped off the WrestleMania Backlash. They now just Backlash. So it seems like it's, it you sounds know, like so, no saying they need to bring more characters from NXT to. Well, it's, they need to. They, they do that they need to, the, the night after WrestleMania. They need to get rid of the characters that don't work and, and bring, bring up ones. NXT that does work because. See, again, if you have these people that, that have watched NXT and they're like, oh my gosh, man, my guy's getting a shot. Because, like, Carmelo Hayes 
is not 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 a big guy, not a superstar. He has a good gimmick, but not outside of NXT, you know. And so you have again, you have like Braun Breaker, who again he's got that presence. Grayson Waller has that presence. There's a reason why Johnny Gargano is is you know going back to NXT for this match. You know, because honestly, he's not a good fit for main roster. He's too small. I hate to say that because there's Rey Mysterio, but like, but like, I feel like he's just, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the it power. You know, and so I just, Mike, what are you doing? Sorry, I, I hope you didn't hear that very subtly. I was like, Mike, what are you doing? But he was, he, you know, I mean, but. When we when we sit down for a while, we tend to get wedges. We're human. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, you know, we were like grabbing himself right next to me. I felt like I was gonna get like, a lap dance or something <laughs> over here. I got some dollars. You want to throw them at him? Oh, I, I got a couple dollars. I even got a twenty in my bag. Uh, oh, that's oh, too much, shit. man. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right, all right. Back back to the show. Back to the show. Yay! I mean, so. <coughs> Like, I mean, so what, so what do we, like, what's your thoughts? I mean, like, what's a match outside of, you know, you know, the biggest match? Like, what's the match that's, like, that's going to be, like, you're going to be, like, okay, cool, Universal Thought of okay, that's going to be a great match, but, like, what's that, what's, like, what's, like, spot two and three? Like, what are those matches that you want to see? Uh, the one I would really want to see is number one. And that's going to be Edge versus Finn Balor, a.k.a. Dow is going to be. Hopefully it's the Demon Balor because that's what Edge wants. Yeah, I mean, he's hinted that in the video in the clip yep. promo. I want that one to be the number one. And then number two would be the Roman and Cody. And then the third one I would like is the Charlotte and Rhea. What about you, Mikey Mike? Obviously, like, you're not quite fluid in with, like, what, you know, the content that me and Tim know a gross amount of, but, like... Yeah, we know I mean, we know you want to see Rhea Ripley. We have, that's your number one, so we'll give you that one. We already know that. <laughs> like, what's what's the next one, Mike? What's... I definitely would... I don't know about, like... I would like to see Solo and uh, Cody Rhodes go at it. Well, no, I'm talking about, about the ones... I'm talking about at WrestleMania, um, though. Well, I definitely would want to see the Cody Rhodes versus no Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. What's your uh, third one? Third one. I would like to see a good tag team match. So. You got plenty of them on there. Yeah, I mean, we got three of them on here. So you're talking about like the, the undefeated, Usos. like the Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Honestly, like outside of all the ones you yes, said, honestly, I want to I want to see the power game of Brock Lesnar and Omos because they're not going to be. There's no technic. There's no technical to wrestling me, me, at me all. Me personally, that's going to be like watching Hogan and Andre. Yeah, that's what it's going to be like. I mean, it, it, it's you have. I mean, Omos is a big mf'er, dude. Like yeah, he's seven foot three. Seven foot three, four hundred and sixteen pounds. He's like bigger than, uh, he's bigger than Kane. Well, Kane's, the thing, the funny, foot. the yeah. funny thing about he's Undertaker, bigger than, he's bigger than uh, Big Show, and uh, I think he's up there with uh, Great Khali. Yeah, Great Khali was seven. Well, three. what's funny is that they they always they always listed Undertaker and Kane as seven foot, but they're actually six foot ten. Yep. Fun random fact. <laughs> but but like I like I you know it's like they could actually like. Brock Lesnar almost that could be like the the match before the WrestleMania Night Two main event. Like, do you think about just the just the like the size? 
Okay, they this isn't this isn't this isn't a technical match. This isn't a ricochet match. This is a just two big ass amfers like muscle. going to throw down. I mean, because honestly, Brock Lesnar will f five him. Oh, definitely. He. I, I'm already calling my show. shot, but I will say that he f fives him and he kicks after one. That's just. I, 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 I'm gonna agree. You know, and so you like. I'm going for the underdog. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> Do you know what we're talking I'm about? I'm gonna put it like this. One, Brock Lesnar is, you know what I'm saying, pretty much to me, you know what I'm saying, he's not the highlight of the story no more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but, so but like, is, but is Omos an underdog though? Like, I, don't, I, I don't think anybody's really an underdog in a, in a bull on bull fight, man. You know what I'm saying? I, like I mean, you, you're you're just gonna see freaking raw like power. Thing is, is almost really isn't that strong. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, the wrestlers he's fighting against, he's doing things to, are like 250 pounds max. <coughs> he ain't lifting Otis up. He ain't he ain't you know he ain't lifting the Viking Raiders up. You know, like if you notice that all of his matches that he tries to show his strength off, it's, it's a bunch of small guys. Brock ain't no small guy. No, we definitely not. You know that. what I'm saying? So like. This but is going to be. I think height plays a. No, I, I think height plays a. You no, know saying a big part in this, because Brock Lesnar is only what six 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 four six five something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This dude's six. He's this dude's seven foot three. A whole foot taller than him. And four hundred and some pounds. So it's like, I'm gonna say it's muscle for muscle. But that, that's all it's going to be is muscle for muscle because yep. there's like I said there's no tech there's no technician in this thing, like the one time that AJ wanted him to do a, do a roundhouse kick or something like that, but it's like you're not going to do that to Brock Lesnar. Kicks no. Like, let's be real. I mean, you got to go head now. To toe with yeah, Brock, now if Brock you, Lesnar is six three, two hundred and eighty six pounds. Let's see with Omos. And that's still that's still freaking big though. Like, I don't think six three. Hell yeah! Because honestly, like Omos has a push game, not a not a Omos not a lift game. Is he seven is three four hundred sixteen pounds? Seven three four hundred and three pounds. And they list him as four hundred sixty. I think. I think. That's how tall he is. Yeah, I mean he's, he's body shape. But like he's not like he's not in shape. He's like he's he's basically he he's a gimmick at this point. I mean, I don't think he's ever had a shirt off. No, he comes out with he's that stupid. Much like that. He got muscle. No, the only time you ever seen him was like with a tank top. You trying to tell me that this guy's not in shape? He's and not though. Look at his. You can tell. I'm gonna put it like this. I mean, he can get himself and but I'm guaranteeing. He's but the thing is, but like. Like I said, the people the people he's been manhandling are small wrestlers. You know, they're not they're not he's not like I said, he's not throwing a three hundred pounder around. He's no. throwing a freaking two hundred and fifteen pound ricochet. That's pretty much what he looks like with his shirt off. Let me see. Well, I've seen guys like See that. what I'm saying? Like he's fat. I didn't listen. Well, he's a big dude. But like, the only you know part what, of man? him as big is his arms. See what's and funny shoulders. though is like they, they have these wrestlers where they literally tell them like you need to get in shape because Kevin Owens basically kind of said screw you guys I'm not but you know but they made they made Gunther for Walter at the time like get in shape before he came to the main roster and he did See, look at look at Big Show Big Show did not have no saying well that's the thing but Big Show was but a different was, time though like they when he was in he was when Big muscle. Show when Big Show was 
when he, when he was a giant in WCW. He was skinny and built, but when he came to WWE, he was still built, but Put he got that mass fat. On. Well, that's the thing is too is like now after the fact, obviously like the Big Show's in incredible shape now. Oh yeah, same thing with you know, Braun like, Strowman. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying, dude. Braun, like, I think it's funny that like, could you imagine? Let's say, just for S and G's, they put Brock Omas. Braun Strowman and like Gunther just for fun. Oh god, that, that like that they would have they would have to reinforce that the ring, be, dude. That will be dude. Well, hold on, what if what if this happens? What if Proc superplexes Omos and that ring corrupts? That Which, that that. Like, that think about that because how heavy was the Big Show? Like five hundred pounds, like and that. Uh, big Show was at the time when uh, and he, Brock Lesnar did that to him. He was about four. I think it was like four, four hundred and sixty-five or yeah. four hundred eighty. So is is it is it far fetched that that ring might freaking explode? Well, I can see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like his ass that's off the, that ring post. like that's the moment in wrestling when everybody gets on their feet and they lose their minds, right? I don't like, see them. I don't see. That's him. a WrestleMania moment, isn't it? Like if that if like I mean, if, it would be, but I don't see I don't see Brock Lesnar get him up on a, on a rope. I don't see dude, that. come on, dude. Brock Lesnar, look, okay, Brock Lesnar is strong as hell, right? John Cena took up Big Show and Chris Jericho on his shoulders for for an attitude adjustment. If mm-hmm. he can do that to like seven hundred pounds, well, you think Brock can't do four hundred, four fifty? Not off no rope. Hell yeah, he can easily. What do you th- like? If you walk, like, this, this, this is the Brock difference. Brock Lesnar f five the fucking Big Show when he was four hundred some damn pounds, a lot heavier than uh, Omos. And well, that's the thing is too is, but like, and see what's what's funny is if you've noticed, like Tim, you know this specifically. Like lately, like anybody who does anything to do drop, they basically have them on the rope to like get on her shoulders, basically. Pretty and much. I think that's an insult to her EST gimmick. Because every time, same thing with same thing with Nia Jax. Any wrestler who would do anything to Nia Jax, they would be like, they have to get her up on the ring. They get her on like like she was gonna do something, and then all of a sudden they just pull her off the second rope or something like that. If you're the if you're the strong guest, then stop being the like. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not running that gimmick to the fullest. If you, you know, honestly, I don't even like the EST gimmick. I think it's stupid. You like you like you. And I get it. She's been running the gimmick since like NXT or whatever. But like, it's such a stupid gimmick. Oh, the EST of WWE. Like, it's annoying. It's 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 an it's as annoying as her face and her no tits and big ass. Like, yes, Mike. Yes, she has no titties. Nothing. She had an ass though. But anyways, off that topic. But like, but no, like I just I I. Some of these gimmicks are just so played out. I mean, you know, I'll like, be honest with you. Like, when I see, when I look at, like, the females and I look at, when I, and I see, um, she kind of reminds me of China in, in a lot of ways. Right. Her build, you know, her build, definitely. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody's bigger than freaking more masculine than China. Like I mean, China. You know, China was. I watched her story on uh, on Peacock. She was just dedicated being in the gym, like every day working out. And she's dumping. She she she's fifty on. on I mean, deadlift. she's the only female to have a an inter, the intercontinental champion title. She was the first. Well, because didn't uh, Beth Phoenix or something do it or something? Or was it just the only one? She was the only one. 
But no, like... Oh, maybe. Well, nothing dope when she suplexed. Uh, no, it was a DDT. She DDT Triple H. I mean, not Triple H. Uh, the, was it The Rock? She did that, too? I'm not sure. Well, it's probably the pedigree. It wasn't known. But, I mean, I don't know. We'd have to fact check a lot of the stuff. But, like... But, I mean, I, I think this is... I wouldn't say this is going to be the greatest WrestleMania. But it's going to be entertaining. But it, it, it's going to... I mean, problem is, but, like, they keep on wanting up themselves every year. And it's kind of... And, it's, and, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's basically just, let's build up to big matches. But, like, I mean, the the Universal title match, like I said, if Cody Rose doesn't win, no, it's all for nothing. Beth never had it. You know, so like, well, I think they, I think she, but she was manhandling some men though, as far as like doing the um, glam slam and stuff like that. But I mean, the thing is, is like nowadays though, I mean, I, I wish, I wish, I wish that, you know, they would stop having females mess with men because they kind of can't do anything back and it's kind of stupid. Right. You know, I mean, it, 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 it basically the only time it's ever happened is that if a woman he does something to a man, but there's never anything with the exception of... Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? He's Stone Cold uh, Stephanie McVeigh. Well, yeah, I mean, Stone Cold is pretty much done about everybody there is. But, like, but no, like, I, this, like the thing about, like, if you want to be great women wrestlers, then, then go go wrestle women. But don't get involved. Like that's the one thing that I don't like about Rhea Ripley is she's getting involved and she's doing things to men and they can't do anything back. I don't think that's fair because I no, feel like because it, because if you want to be a great wrestler, you want to be a great female wrestler, and you want to you want to play with the big boys. Get what you got coming from the big boys. Don't don't play that because I never liked that in wrestling. Like I never liked it when females undercut. You no know saying. Right. A guy, and then he can't do nothing to her. He, well, like, with the exception of an RKO given to one Nia Jax, but but you know, I mean, other than that, I mean, it, it's it's been pretty pretty mild as far as involvement. But I just don't like the fact that you know, Rhea Ripley continues to insert herself in in the men in wrestling. I just I don't like it. I I think it's absurd because if men did. If men, let's say somebody, you know, pedigrees freaking a woman, like, they'd have all this, like, oh my gosh, she got hurt because she got this done to her, whatever else. Don't come to a man's ring and, and not expect to get dealt with like a man. And don't interfere in a man's wrestling. You know, you know it, it's, like, so, I mean, outside of even WWE, like, just sports. Like, Michelle Wee going to the fucking PGA Tour. Like, No. You keep your ass out of the men's sport because we couldn't do the, we couldn't do a vice versa. Oh, what men shooting from the women's tees? Why not? You know it's what I'm saying? Like Becky Sims from the the from the from the WBA talking about. Oh, I think there should be a crossover where girls could be should be. No, able to play. because no. see, because because it's it, because if if LeBron James went to the WNBA, he'd score like 300 points a game. More than that. I'm just speaking hypoth- I'm just speaking little numbers, but like, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it doesn't more. work. It doesn't work. We, you know, it's it's not even a sexist thing, dude. You have your sport, we have ours. There's literally there's literally men and women sports on on every sport there is practically. Soccer, baseball, football, 
freaking anything hockey there's all of it every we have everybody has there's equality in sports in the sense of you know like you know the only thing women are worried about is is money but i'm like dude men do more we gotta deal with more i'm like you don't like when it comes to sports like when it comes to like basketball football the abuse that we give each other on these courts and these fields woman you want especially when it comes to football when it comes to real man football you get no. hit by a 400 pound linebacker well, and there and well the thing is isn't that they're the ones that came out with that lingerie freaking football league that that's 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 you did that yourself if you want to lace up some real pads and have a real women's football league fucking go for it i mean they do they actually have a real fo- women's football league well hell cool <laughs> <laughs> but like he's like, but like damn i have more to i have more research apparently but like you like, know when like, it comes to like sports league mm-hmm. sport things like that you no know, saying yeah yeah i'm familiar that's like kind of like my era so it's like i just watched my first uh xfl game yeah you know let me tell you it's did, like did, did ezekiel elliott leave for the xfl no i heard like Scatters about that. He's coming up. He's going to be a free agent. Well, because I've seen some image of him on with an XFL background on it. Yeah, um, I kind of doubt. Unless that he was he promoting it or something, I don't know. But don't like, he probably try. was. I don't think he's XFL. Over. XFL is basically like the G League of basketball. Basically, I mean, it, it's there's there's going to be again a bunch it. of leftover lasagna players that have. Didn't make it to the big time, but they but they want to play still. I think a lot of those guys. XFL I think a lot of those guys are former NFL players. That nope, not even that. They're actually former Canadian football players. You know what I'm saying? And some of them are college players that never got a <laughs> chance. Glad to get someone a chance knows this because me and Tim over here are spitting things like we know we're talking about. Mike's over like, no, no, they're actually from Canada. So it's like. Like I'm, no, and there's Canadians. only eight teams. There are only eight teams yeah. in the league. So there's only eight teams in the league. Well, and I mean, I mean, well, the thing about think about, I mean, think about when like you know, uh, Bill Russell played in the NBA. You know, there's that X amount of team. That's why he can win eleven championships. But like, you know, <coughs> but like either way, man, chips or chips, man, it don't matter. I mean, I got a chance. I got, a, I got a like kind of like a a vision. I believe it's gonna grow. They're saying it's gonna grow. It's gonna grow really big. And believe it or not, overseas football is huge, like the NFL right. here in America. Canadian yeah. football is huge. So it's like I think the XXFL is gonna. We have more. Sm- we have more football right. sports teams than any other co- any other country. Like we have the biggest college football level. Yeah. We have the biggest NFL level. Right. Then in between college and NFL, we have semi-pro leagues. Yeah, I mean you have your you have like your you know the like the G League or like the AHL stuff like that. Yeah. So we kind of have we have you know div, you know I mean sub brands just like everybody else. It's just like the Grand Rapids Griffin. I hope and I pray they they get it they get their own they actually cut ties from Detroit. And become their own general manager and get the contract to become an NHL, t- no, say a professional team instead of just a semi hockey team. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is they kind of get, 
they're just as athletic as the other ones. Man. You know, like because you they're playing they're playing no different than than the other leagues. And they're just as good. Well, because a lot of the Griffins even get bumped to the you know they get brought in as like a sub or something, whatever to you know the you know the Red Wings and stuff like that, which you know I mean it's fine. Now you gotta think Shanahan actually after he he instead of him retiring from the NHL he went to a semi pro league. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like don't get me wrong, the Grand Rapids Griffins, man, I believe they're better than the Red Wings. I mean they both kind of suck at this point. So I mean whoever's better, I guess, but. You know, how do you go from one of the colder to... Exactly, that's all I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but like the funny thing is, is that when they've... When the Griffins had their full staff and they, you know, you know... Like, it's amazing how when they... When those people left, they sucked in the NHL. And yet, they were better in the AHL. And the thing is, these guys are these guys are no different. Like I literally, I gave an Uber ride to a guy that, you know, just joined the Griffins, and he was from freaking Sweden. Like, I just, I, I really, really, really hope that, you know, these, you know, I mean, because I don't feel like there should be, you know, the other leagues, but I mean, then again, there'd be too many teams. But like, maybe they would division it out different. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because if like the football, like New York has what three teams? Oh, well... You got Buffalo and then two New York teams. Well, yeah, you got the Buffalo, the Jets, and the Giants. Yeah, and then the same thing with Florida. Florida, you have... The Miami, yeah, the You got Miami, you got Dolphins, you got the Jaguars. And the Buccaneers. So you have, you know, and that's the thing that bothers me is why don't these, why don't these other states produce teams, even if they're just minor league? You know what I'm saying? Because you have, I mean, obviously some of the states are like, yeah, they have nothing going on, like... You know, no one's going to North Dakota, you know? But, like, but, I mean, what about these other teams? Like, what about these other places that, you know, produce, you know, any kind of, like, if they had, like, you know, like, you know, like the XFL, like, what if more, what if the XFL branched out to all those other, like, other states? And I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, you would think. Because you have, you have college football there, right? Yeah. So, college football is freaking everywhere. So, why would you not want to keep a boy that's locally homegrown? Wouldn't you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if college can have 100, 200 teams, why can't, I mean, at least them expand to, like, 50 and even just include some other ones. I mean, obviously, like like I said, there's no, there's no there's no team in Montana. There's no team in South Dakota, North Dakota, stuff like that. But what about, like, Too you know, cold. what about North Carolina instead of South Carolina? You know, what about what about Kentucky? What about all these other places? Like, you, they have Oh, because Kentucky teams. has, yeah, but what I'm saying is, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, the NFL expanding to more, more, more teams. More teams. I mean, you got to think. You know, well, that's why they kind of, kind of split it up from uh, NFC, the NFC and AFC. So you know, you got like division out of the NFC is more like Buffalo, Detroit, Jets, Giants, Philly, uh, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, uh, Cleveland. So you know, it's like. You have your north and then you like, have your so south could and you, you have your southwest you, teams. What I'm saying, you could have, you know, let's say the west coast division, the midwest, and then the coast. Do I want to see the Rams back in St. Louis? But of course. Yeah, I think that that's... problem is because the, the, the NFL specifically is, is nothing more than a money grab nowadays. I mean, it's... It's, a it's, sh- it's not even about... Like, it's not even about the game anymore. Like... I honestly, sports today are complete dog water. 
These players are literally a bunch of wimpy wimps. I don't put it like this. I think the only sport that hasn't that has not completely changed and is still the same, and they still go hard. It's college, man. College. Well, no, college never. College never changes because college yeah, is still a proving ground. Some dogs, man. Because college, college is always a proving ground. It's yeah. a proving ground to get to get to the next level. Once you're at the NFL, that's it. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, honestly, I would say, like, from from a particular sport, like, not like college or NFL, but teams in general, like, soccer and, like, hockey never change. There's no fixing hockey and soccer, right? No. Those guys are talented to a T. You can't fake being good on skates or on your feet for 90 minutes, okay? Like, you can't fake that. Now, you have... I mean, even I guess baseball. Baseball's fine, but like, you know, some you know, you have bad calls, you have bad ops. That's just that, that's that's part of the game. Baseball, you can play till you're damn near fifty. Well, and that's well, and the thing is too is, is like, but like when you have the contact sports, right? Like, you know, like specifically like football, right? Like, or you know, and now I guess basketball seems to be a contact sport or a lack of contact or a shoulder. But like, you know, they're they're, they're babying these guys. And, and honestly, agree. like, because I think, did you read up on, like, the XFL and how they do their kickoffs? So their kickoffs are basically, like, they, the other team is at whatever yard line, but, like, they can't move until the guy catches the ball. Yeah. So you don't have that momentum knockdown. I believe that's going to change because you have eight teams in the league. So now you have eight teams in the league. You have room for development. That means you have room to branch. You have room to, you know, saying make adjustments because. But the thing is, everybody gonna want to sit there, kick the ball, and then sit there at the line well, and no. wait for this dude to catch it. Yeah, but the go. thing is, but that's safer. And honestly, with the way kickoffs go nowadays, anyways, the thing's going into the thing for a touchback, anyways. Why not if they're gonna touch the ball, at least, at least not have them get freaking killed. You know what I'm saying? You got a guy going, going, you know, 50, 60 yards with momentum. He could really hurt someone. And you watch all the time, and it's like, cool hit. Imagine the guy being taken the hit. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, is I understand what you're saying. But being the, being the guy that's been on that side of the fence before, you know what I'm saying? Of looking up, doing this, and then boom. Now yeah, I, got a, saying, I got a helmet right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm... I'm it's... It, it, like, the thing is, but, like, the kickoff is something that you can make safer, right? You know, like, and the thing is, is, and you... You see the, the, the compilations on YouTube of boom, 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 all these hits and like that. Dude, these people could have their career ended. And if you want longevity of competitive sports, you have to protect them in, in certain ways. I mean, yeah. And what you're saying logically makes sense. But, like I said... When you from when you're that kid that wants to play, and you have is, that, but like that's just the kickoff though. That's the saying. It's it's something very. I mean, they're making minute. kids. They're making kids football safer now. You know, saying these parents are protecting their kids now. So now they have a league that you can literally sign your daughter and your son up to play flag football. So but, it's like, to me, I'm coming from Rocket League. I'm coming from Rocket League freshman. So it's like I'm used to throwing on the shoulder pads and, right. and the helmets. And so being on that side of the fence of being 
taking a hit. You know what they you know what I was told? I was told, hey, you get out here, you start crying because you got hit. You don't play no more. But the so thing is, like, but like, okay. but like, but like, taking a hit and getting hurt and and getting hurt. Who get like? Who cares if you, you know? It goes. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be another rabbit trail. But like, what I'm saying is that like, you you can't question the kid's manhood if he got he got hit and he got hurt. Like, oh, get up and cry, and then he goes to the hospital and has two broken ribs. What are you gonna say to the parents? Oh well, I I just told him to suck it up. No, no, no. See, that's uh, you need to accept that you're hurt. Yeah, you it, cr- I mean, crying because of getting an injury is nothing wrong with that. And to question a, a child's masculinity by by saying, "Oh well, if you if you crying, you ain't playing." I'm like, you know, how about you go out there and you get your ass pummeled, bitch? Like, I didn't send guys to the hospital. I didn't send. But that's what I'm saying. And, and but you you can you can sit down the sideline and act like nothing's a big deal until it is. What if a kid gets killed and you and you know and he happened to you know. Let's say he gets hit and he goes back to the bench and you you know you bench him and all of a sudden he passes out and dies. You're responsible. The league is responsible. Do you want that on your conscience? Because I sure as hell wouldn't want the lawsuits. And the thing is, is and if, and if no, it's just I, the kickoffs, no, if no it's parent. just the no, no wait, if it's just the kickoffs, that's not a big deal. Because the kickoffs are the ones where you get the worst hits. Because again, you have a freight train coming at a standing tree. That's why they always, that's why, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, being a football enthusiast, you got to have, you got to have the heart for it, man. You gotta, I don't you, know much about cause, football. Because once you step on that field, it's all on you. You know what I'm saying? Because you chose to put the pads on. You chose to, you knew and you know what you're, what, what's going to happen. Like, I knew when I stepped on that field, whatever happens to me was on me. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I chose to do. No, but, it didn't feel good when I hit other kids, and then now I'm seeing them being stretched off by ambulance. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's a small safety precaution to to create a you know a, a safer spot, and it's only yeah. literally a very very little part of the game, right? A little part of the game. I'm not saying you can't hit them when you're on the field when you you know when a when a safety drills a receiver or something like that. That's fine. That's fine. That's not. That's no. That's nowhere near what a running a kickoff is. Think about this, Mike. If someone, if someone, let's say, let's say when you were 160 pounds, right? Some 210 pounds, six foot three kid comes down that field and wrecks your shit. Like, okay. yeah, you can, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, ex- you can accept that. Oh, yeah, this is part of the game. But, it, but if there's, if there's at least some kind of safety precaution in line, why? It's one. It's a little part of the game. It's a little part. And, 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 and it's the part that people get hurt the most. And I'm going to be, I agree with what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not disagreeing. But it's like, being, I don't, like I said, man, it's kind of like, I can't disagree against you because what you're saying is right. But at the same time, I'm like, I was that kid. I was that dude that, okay, watch out for 20. He's coming and he's gonna wreck your shit. So it's like I didn't, I didn't like literally like I feel like they need to protect punters. You know what I'm saying? Because I can get through, I can shoot through a line and destroy your punter. Right. You know what I'm saying? And those dudes. Weighs, no, they don't weigh that much. They only weigh like maybe 120, 145 pounds. But that's pounds, the thing is, it's, that's what like. it's, it's. That's what I'm saying. It should be. It be if you want to. If you want to talk about safety for the kicker, you should be safe for the return. Quarterbacks. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like quarterbacks. I mean, you 
Peyton Manning is a perfecter of the fall and not get sacked or tackled. But that was, be, that was, that was because that's close. because exactly, and that's the thing is, is that running. That's why I say running quarterbacks don't last. Like I don't ever want to see a quarterback end up like Steve Young. You know what I'm Concussion saying? like by the dozens, yeah. That dude got a lot. And it's because I don't know much about football, but I remember that dude get a lot of concussions. The way that Steve Young likes to play, Steve Young was a scrambler and a pocket player. He will come. He will, he knows that you're coming for him. Right. He's gonna level with you, and all those levels. You know what I'm saying? You constantly dropping that head, man. Eventually, you finna start rattling some stuff well, in well, your that's head. The, you no, that's the rattle. thing is, is that like, that's what I'm saying is that's like, why I, you know, I preach this, you know, anytime I talk to him about sports is like, you, running quarterbacks don't last. Like, and, it, and it's not that they're not talented, but they're stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when you're, when you, when you basically run half of your offense is RPOs, run pass option for everybody that doesn't know that, but like, if you run that stuff, like, and you, someone's, someone's one player on that D line, yeah. or the or a defensive back is is on you like flies on shit. They they're looking where your eyes are going. They're you know what I'm saying. And so when you have someone that's literally basically waiting for you, yeah, go ahead and run. Give me a reason. Give me a reason to rock you. Once you know again, what I'm saying? Like once again, I agree with you saying. Right. So wait, that's but the way Tom Brady and uh, Andrew, uh, Aaron Rodgers was. They <laughs> sat there. And, they stood in the pocket. Yeah, they sat that's there. That's why they, they lasted. Watched. I, you could see in their eyes who they're watching, which person's I, they know is gonna make a fucking move and just, to go after. Just them. wait. Just wait. Aaron Rodgers. That's why he stays in the pocket. Oh, he's terrified, and you can see. But it. they. But the thing is, but they perfect. They perfect getting the ball away in because less than five seconds. They throw. Well, one. Tom Brady is a different type of breed because he even well, when yeah, he's but the thing is, pocket, is, but like he see, knows how to get the but ball like, you know, before I'm, he takes a big I'm, hit. I'm, I'm oh, just yeah. waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So, so uh, I'm wait. I'm waiting for Patrick Mahomes to get his ass knocked. I ain't gonna lie to you. Patrick Mahomes is an awesome line reader. He is an offensive line. He's gonna get his ass reader. rocked from running. Hey. He Josh might, Allen he is going to get his ass rocked from running. Cam Newton finally learned that and stopped running. Michael Vick, you know, obviously with this, with the, with, with the exception of like, you Mike know, Vick. the stuff he got himself involved in, you know. But the thing is, but he was a smart runner, though. But See, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between some, uh, an RPO quarterback where they they have the option to like scramble for like you know five, ten yards, whatever else. You know, obviously, Michael Vick was fast as shit anyway, so, like... And he was built and strong yeah, as shit. Yeah, and exactly, that's so what I'm saying. Like not every all. not every running quarterback is built. No. So, like, you, you no. can't you can't continue to... to basically, because when you're a quarterback, if you play a quarterback your whole life, you don't have the body build and the body, like, me- muscle memory to, like, take on big hits. No. And so, like, so when you, when you become a, a quarterback... And um, you're running and running and yeah. running. Eventually, eventually, shit's gonna hit the fan, it's right? Just like Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper, to me, is one of the greatest. Is is a good. He was a good quarterback. The only problem is he had no legs. No, he stood six three, so he could see over. <laughs> he the was behind. a monster, dude. He was a beast. So, and I didn't. I never told him he was a bad quarterback. Cornell right. Stewart. Cordell Stewart was an excellent scrambler and and he can run, but he yeah. didn't run that much unless he knew. Well, I mean, he but had he it. but Cordell also had the bus though, so I mean, 
Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying? What? what? I run right behind that big son of a bitch every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because he played with a lot, a lot with the Steelers, Just right? Like this. Keep moving. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But like certain certain offenses are built around. Steve you know, having a good running back, good receivers, and a quarterback that has the option. But the problem is, but most of them make it the only option. They make it. They they run the ball. You know, twenty. You know, they run the run. They run more attempts than the running back, and that's 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 gonna be the prayer of their downfall. Brett Favre, I ain't gonna lie. Brett Favre got wheels. He oh. got wheels. Brett Favre can throw the ball like one hundred fifty miles an hour. Sideways. That's the stupid <laughs> shit. Sideways. Sidearm. 60-yard touchdown. This is, this is my question. I want to know how you guys feel about the the new guy. I don't know his name off the top of my head. The guy that took over for uh, Tom Brady. on. Oh, Baker Mayfield? Yeah, what do you guys think of how he's going to do? I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Baker Mayfield, he has a lot of – he has he has potential. But oh, I, There's some people yeah. i actually seen and watched videos of people just talking shit about him. Say, <laughs> and yeah. they, put memes, I mean, they put memes with uh, – dude. Uh, Tom Brady and Tom Brady's best friend off the team that retired too. He's uh, been the thing is, is they're that always laughing. They're like this. Baker Baker has laugh. been like a second and third string for the better part of his career. Like so, but I mean, I I, I guarantee they, you he learned so much from Tom Brady. He said he goes, I know I'm not going to be like Tom Brady. But see, this see this is my thing though is that the draft hasn't happened yet, right? No. So I'm that's I'm, in I'm, April, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm betting I'm betting money. That the Buccaneers get a quarterback and Baker's a second stringer. No, nope. oh, I, I, I could see that. I, I could definitely think about think about who's coming I out. I see Buccaneers if they get them a quarterback in the draft. I Dude, see and they're them they're trading. they're middle. They're in the they're middle of the draft. Baker Mayfield. I'm they're, gonna say that right now. No, they're, they're, they're in the middle of the well. They're in the middle of the draft because they had like you know you know ish record. Yep. And so like I think I'm I I would say with ninety percent certainty the Buccaneers. Had Baker Mayfield as as a contingency to when the draft comes, just so we have something, right? I don't think they're gonna trade him. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna second and third string like he's done most of his career. But honestly, like I hope the, I honestly I like the the quarterback the, uh, from TCU. Really, I can't think of his name, but like like I think he would be a good fit. Okay. But I mean, we could, we could, we could literally. Okay, like I'm not gonna, like we're not gonna dig into drafts and all this. Like it's literally, we're at like an hour and forty two minutes, and people have already lost interest. But like, <laughs> so, but like, but no, like you know, maybe that's that's a that's a topic when we start getting closer to the draft, Mike. I want to go to the draft. We so can. Bad. I just want to see, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, what a couple of my friends are going. to. I mean, I mean, but what I'm saying is, that in general, though, the Buccaneers are taking a quarterback. Because you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna go from Brady to Baker Mayfield, like you you'd ha, you know you'd have you'd probably you have a record of like four and thirteen next year. I just want to see who's gonna pick up CJ from out of Ohio State. You know, and honestly, as much as I hate Ohio State, that'd be a good fit too. It, it, by uh, Strout. I, I I honestly like as much as I we're Michiganders here. We hate Ohio State. Yeah, but fuck you know, Ohio no State. Talent. But but yeah. like you know, but the thing, but the fact of the matter is, is that like we hate. Okay, so we hate Ohio State, but like you know, as much as we hate it, where did Chris Spielman come from? Ohio State, <laughs> literally one of the greatest linemen ever play the game. Yeah. Came from Ohio State. We don't have to like it. Nope. But the problem is, but like once they, if we, you know, when they're gonna go to the NFL, we respect talent because you're not playing for them anymore. You you went there. We hated you then. 
but like we've seen that you're a good player when you get drafted to a team. Because like I'm, I'm a diehard Patriots fan through and through. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of was, you know, I I went to the Buccaneers fanage because obviously Brady, but like, but honestly, like I'm a I'm a lifelong Pats fan. I will always contest that. I will always say that I am because I liked Bledsoe. I liked Brady, and I have I have faith in Mac Jones. I'm a big. I have always been a big Denver Broncos fan. You know, saying Denver has always been my team and will still be my team even after. We had the worst quarterback ever. Don't hate on Tebow. Tim Tebow. Don't hate on Tebow. Well, he when when old boy got hurt, who took him to the playoffs? By fluke, Tim Tebow. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Did, did. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. We Think went to about the playoffs. Okay, no. The only time that someone someone is ridiculous. Is is the moron from the Baltimore Ravens, Joe Flacco? That's that's a BS. Okay, this MF is like, dude. Literally, Ray Lewis carried that whole that whole team. Okay, Joe Flacco got a ring by happenstance. Okay, fuck Joe Flacco. Okay, that. So you're you're gonna talk dog about Tebow? I'm gonna talk crap about Joe Flacco. Okay. Listen, like, <laughs> don't talk about my Flacco like that. <laughs> flocka, flocka, flocka failure. Dude, if Ray Lewis wasn't on that D, bro, like, it would have been a wrap. I can put it like this. They're better than Charlie Batch. <laughs> That's not saying a lot. <laughs> Joey Harrington. <laughs> but I do, I do like Baltimore's new quarterback. I do like him. <sighs> Russell Wilson is dope. On Baltimore? No, he's for Seattle. Boy, no, he left Seattle. No, he's still with Seattle, ain't he? No, Russell Wilson left. <laughs> oh, no. Boy, you better fact check, man. He literally left him into the Broncos, I think. No, because Kirk Cousins still a starting quarterback for the Broncos. No, Kirk Cousins was on, was, on the, was on the Miami Vikings, or the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he is the quarterback <laughs> for Minnesota. But like I don't know, I don't know, man. You're we're spinning circles, but honestly, we're at like an hour forty-five, and people have probably lost interest at an hour. So <laughs> we're probably talking all for nothing. But um, a lot of asses over here. So I mean, we're gonna talk more about this off mic because I don't feel like you know, you know, diluting your minds for Geno Smith in Seattle. Geno Smith, yeah. God, Geno is no go. But anyways. Russell Wilson so, is with them. So, so we have WrestleMania coming this weekend. And so most likely we're not going to record next week. And then the following week we will definitely run back um, yeah, WrestleMania and kind of recap. And, you know, and see where we sit personally and professionally on what comes of WrestleMania. So we wish you all the best. This is the Off Topics Podcast. You guys all have a great night and be safe. Have a good night and be safe. Peace.